Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Before the Downbeat, a musical podcast. I am your host, uh, Fearless Ginger. Uh, I don't know what else to describe myself as. I'm Mackenzie. Do you remember your name? I hope so. Um, and you, you've already heard our my lovely co-host and Canadian B. Arthur, director extraordinaire, oh. Autumn Smith. Hello, everyone. We are back again for another fun episode. And we, this will be our second, no, third Lloyd Webber this season. As oh, we yes. have already done Superstar, we have done Cats. Oh. And we are now going to tackle, which which is my personally my favorite of the Lloyd Webber uh, canon. One of, I think, his most complex scores vocally and character-wise. And that is what, Autumn? Evita. Evita Peron. A Santa Barista. Do, 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 do. We are now talking about the famous rock opera concept album, Evita. Yes. So, this is one I chose. Mm-hmm. and I would have chosen it, though. I, know. I do like this one. This musical is by far my favorite movie. Weber, as I've said, I love watching the rise and fall of Ava. Mm-hmm. And it, the music just captures her wonderfully. Like, she was this all-star woman and yes. she just comes in and as much as i know patty lapone hates the fact that these score is like ridiculously stupidly high uh it it just captures her it just captures this all-powerful woman of of argentina and yes, it yes. has so many memorable songs that like choosing th- top three was like a sophie's choice level where it was just Ugh, there's so many rotating choices. And this is one of those few really good musicals like A Mama Rose where oh, the yeah. actress who plays Ava is like top notch. Like this is a star making performance. Whether you're Patti Lapone or Elaine Page, like this musical is a star turn performance because what you have to do in this show is Madonna. Madonna. You know what? As much as people give her, even Patti LuPone gives her shit for doing it. I go, even though they have to lower the keys mm-hmm. for her, I go filmically smart decision. And in fact, she could sing the part on her own without having it to dub. And she, and she like Ava comes in, is a real life person who's come in as a tour de force in her own right. They are both incredibly self-made women. Yes, and that's exactly it. And opportunists, yep. and climbers. Yeah, and we'll talk about the film because I have notes all about are, that. They are unrelenting in their quest. Yes, 
to be something other than what they were going mm-hmm. to do. Absolutely. And they both succeeded. Yeah. I think they're both incredible Absolutely. women. Absolutely. Uh, yes. We will talk about the film. Because I have lots of notes on that too. Because I watched a whole documentary about the making of that film. So fascinating. Yeah. Uh, plot wise, for anybody who doesn't know what Evita is, uh, it is a musical following the life of Argentina's first lady, Eva Perón, from her uh, departure of, from her small town of Junín uh, to her rise up the social ranks to becoming Juan Perón's partner and ultimately his wife and the first lady of Argentina. Uh, she then helps and puppet masters Juan into uh, remaining in power after there's been quite a bit of turmoil in the office with many military coups, and she's able to sway the uh, people of Argentina. And unfortunately, as in many uh, great tragedies, just as she reaches the pinnacle of becoming, and I think she would have become the vice president of Argentina. Or maybe the president. Or maybe why the president. Be the, why be the vice well, president? Well, I think, I, think, I think she understood that there still had to be a male figure in the top spot. But. Which is too bad, because she was actually doing the job. Exactly. But she unfortunately gets cancer. She dies un- at the untimely age of 33. Mm-hmm. And the show ends with her body disappearing for 17 years. And we can get into the history of where her body went. Because that was a fascinating... Kind of a Jesus moment, isn't it? It is. Yes. Body disappearing. Yes, it's great. Um, but as Autumn pointed out before we started off, Mike, that we've kind of covered everybody... On the production, we've done their bios. I mean, we, we do. Have. I mean, we do a quick rundown of who was who Shall on the team. We can do a quick recap of who was on the team. We don't have to do their bios again. I don't think. We will do a quick recap. So who was it on them? This is a Lord Lloyd Webber Baron now. He's Baron. Oh, he's a Baron now. Look, so much easier to say Baron Lloyd Webber than Lord Lloyd Webber. Mm-hmm. That was just hard. Yeah. Uh, composer extraordinaire did the music for this beast. Mm-hmm. Uh, the magnificent Tim Rice. Sir Tim Rice. Sir Tim Rice. Sorry, Timmy. Uh, did the <clears throat> lyrics mm-hmm. and the uh, extraordinary um, recently gone Cal Prince yes. uh, directed mm-hmm. the original version. Yes. So, yeah. Yes. So, like, just t- like, yeah, t- three yeah. of the biggest names in musical theater came to the show. Like, yeah. Fantastic. Fantastic. So, that's kind of the big names of the show. Yeah. Uh, so, production history wise, yes. Uh, following Rice and Lloyd Webber's success with Joseph and Superstar, uh, they wanted to find their next project and they didn't feel like going back to the Bible again. Uh, they wanted to shake it up. Uh, it was Tim Rice who saw a documentary of Ava and thought it would be a great subject matter for a musical. So good eye, <laughs> Tim. Like only he would think um, that would be a good idea for a show. Lloyd Webber. There we go. That's true. In chess. Hilarious. Um, but Lloyd Webber agreed to uh, doing it after first rejecting the idea and instead wanted to do his first solo project, which was a musical flop called Jeeves, which is about oh, a yeah. butler. Uh, so after that flop, I went, oh, okay, going back to the with Tim now. So they set off uh, to a retreat on the sunny coast of France, and they wrote the show. And basically, there they wrote the entire thing. They just plowed through. And when they got back, they followed their same tried and trope tre- uh, trends of doing a concept album. <clears throat> and it was uh, Calm Wilkinson, the future original Jean Valjean, who played the Greek chorus character called Che. What a circus, what a show 
Argentina has gone to town Over the death of an actress called Eva Perón We've all gone crazy Morning all day and morning all night Falling over ourselves to get all Of the misery right uh, You had Julie Covington as Eva. Don't cry for me, Argentina The truth is I never left you All through my wild days My mad existence I kept my promise Don't keep your distance And Paul Jones as Juan Perón uh, In the concept album she did Right. She did. That is so true. Okay. Great. Yeah. Uh, The album was released worldwide in Britain, Australia, South Africa, South America, and various parts of Europe. The sales of the concept album exceeded those of Superstar. Uh, Jesus Christ Superstar to be exact. But in the States, however, it it, it never achieved the same level of success. Once again, similar to Superstar's trajectory there. Yeah. They, They catch on a little bit later. Um, Covington's recording of Don't Cry From Your Argentina, originally titled It's Only Your Lover Returning, so there's a weird title that was given to that song, doesn't flow off the tongue as well, uh, was released in October 1976, and it reached uh, number one on the UK singles charts and enjoyed similar success internationally. Uh, when record, um, when the recording was released, Lloyd Webber, uh, sent a copy to the renowned American director, Hal Prince, and invited him to, to become involved with the eventual staging. Uh, Prince agreed, committed, uh, commenting, any opera that begins with a funeral can't be all that bad. <laughs> but he advised them that he could not take on any new commitments for the next two years as he was doing two other projects with Sondheim. Right. So he was a bit busy at the time. Yes. Uh, in the meantime, though, Lloyd Webber and Rice reworked several elements of the show. Some songs were dropped and some were shortened, while others were um, it were uh, were introduced and some lyrics were rewritten. Uh, Prince eventually confirmed that he would be ready to start rehearsals in early 1978. Uh, so some of the big changes, uh, song-wise, were the song uh, "The Art of the Possible" was added yes. uh, at, at the direction of Hal Prince. So good. Uh, I don't like that one as much as what it originally replaced. Which was, hold on, I wrote it down. What did it replace? Uh, oh, The Lady's Got Potential. Uh, and, and it was brought back for the film version with Antonio Banderas and Madonna. The Lady's Got Potential, she was setting her sights on making it in movies with her name in lights. The greatest social climber since Cinderella. She couldn't act, but she had the right friends And we all know a career depends On knowing the right fella to be stellar And it's more of a rock kind of Like it's really kind of got a bit of a pep to it I think you could, but I like the other one better Either way, I get what Hal was going for with that Yeah Um. Yeah Exactly. Um, so, to do so, uh, when he began working on the project in May, uh, as I suggested, uh, he wanted he wanted to cut uh, uh, Chase Rock number, the latest got potential. He requested a song to be staged uh, to chart Perron's rise to power instead. 
So that's where they are in the possible kingdom because it became a very clear idea of musical chairs on stage, oh. of the rocking chairs. Because you know that's all it was. It was just guys in rocking chairs just do 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 do. Yeah. Um, and then Perone. The commanders, how they sit back. And let yes. Else do the work and then slowly but surely, Perone is in mm-hmm. left. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rice and Weber originally only intended Chade to be a Greek chorus. Not as he's known in the stage version as Che Guevara. Oh, interesting. It was Prince who liked that idea mm-hmm. uh, because in reality, Che Guevara was in Argentina at the time of Ava. Mm-hmm. He even wanted to do a, a pesticide license for bugs and the government denied it. And so he oh, left right. for Cuba. Uh, but that was an idea that Prince really liked. And so he kept that in the show. But when they did the film version, uh, they got to go back to the original idea of... Uh, having Che just as a Greek chorus person who's just there. And I think that still works as a great kind of just every man hopping in and out of the story. Yeah. Uh, the original West okay. End production starred Elaine Page uh, as Ava after Julie Covington declined to reprise her role from the album due to uh, her feeling she wasn't vocally up to snuff to doing that show eight nights a week. Who's that? Julie Covington. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, here's a fun thing. So Prince didn't feel Colin Wilkinson was the right fit for his idea of the character of Che, oh. which is why Kamuks did not also come back from the album. Oh. Uh, instead, David Essex was cast as Che. Yeah. Okay. Which you can see fits a little bit more with what they were going for. Yeah. Uh, other cast members included uh, Josh uh, Ackland as Perone, um, uh, um, Sobien. Siobhan. Siobhan, thank you. Sh- uh, Siobhan McCarthy, who was the original West End Donna in Mamma Mia. As the uh, Perone's mistress. And rehearsals, from all I can tell, went pretty well. There's no major kerfuffles. It was just working this show out. And then it opened at the Prince Edward Theater on the 12th, or sorry, the 21st of June, 1978, and closed on the 18th of February, 1986, after 3,176 performances. So. Decent wow. run, like people, the Brits were liking it. Yeah. Uh, the production won the Olivier Awards for Best New Musical, Best Actress in the Musical for Elaine Page. Of course. But uh, it lost for Best Director and Best Actor for David Essex. So. Yeah. Too bad, Hal Prince. Don't worry, he gets his victory in the It's end. okay, Hal, you'll get like 20 more. Yeah. Uh, the, exactly. The, you'll even have a, uh, a whole thing dedicated to it's you true at the Met. it's so. true they're doing a whole special uh exhibit just for you how so we miss you uh the original broadway production mm. starred the now famous patty lupone patty lupone this was her big break and as she talks about in her famous wonderful memoir she was actually out filming uh the notoriously awful spielberg film 1984 or sorry, 1948, uh, where she has a small little cameo role. Oh, wow. Um, but she was doing that, and they had to fly back to uh, New York in the winter to do this audition. And she was soaked from having to stomp through the snow, so she was pissed off. And when she got to the theater, uh, she saw there was a white line on the stage, and she thought, oh, that's just them saying, don't cross the line. So she, she was so pissed off and angry at the world that she just stepped right over the line. And belted out those songs in full anger, anger and um, venom. And 
and then she got stuck in uh, New York and there was a big issue there. And so her flight got canceled. And the next day to get back, she didn't read book because she didn't know to read book at the time. She was young. Yeah. Uh, so not everybody knows that. So everybody, just so you know, when your plane is canceled, you don't just automatically get rebooked for a flight. You have to do that yourself. So yeah. do that. But do you know who saved her and got her back to LA in time to shoot her uh, cameo scene? Hal Prince. No. Superman, Christopher Reeve. Because they were Juilliard friends and he was coming through the airport and he was able to get her on a flight. No way. Mm-hmm. Read oh, her memoir, sweet. Autumn. Read Patty Lapone's oh, memoir. I, I wish I had time. Do the audiobook. You, do the audiobook. You can listen to it on the way to and oh, from Muskoka to Toronto. And Patty Lapone narrates it too. So oh, well, it's then great. I'll, I'll listen to that. That's fantastic. Um, is there, a, I feel like there's a story of what? That when she was doing Aveda, mm-hmm. she got went off stage and someone said to her, You better sharpen up. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'll get into that. Okay. Uh, so Patty's issue was uh, she struggled with the vocal stamina for the role. Like, really, it was a tough slog for her because she went to Juilliard, but it wasn't a musical theater program. It was a play. It was theater, yeah. a play. So vocally, she never been properly taught how to sing to oh. maintain the voice. So she kept bursting blood vessels in her throat. Really? Because something I learned when reading her book was when she went to the throat doctor, Turns out women, during their time of the month, their throat blood vessels become engorged. And when they're singing, it can pop, which then fills the voice box with blood, which then makes it tough to sing. And that's why a lot of back in the day, female opera singers could cancel performances during that time because vocally they could wreck their voice. No way. And that's why Patty had to go get the blood vessels in your throat cauterized. So it wouldn't happen. No. <laughs> wow. You can learn a lot from this book that she wrote. It's fantastic. You have to do the audiobook, Autumn. Like, do it. Wow. It's worth it. You do a five-hour trek from Muskoka to well, Toronto. Well, it's 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 an, it's an eight-hour book. You'll finish it. Oh, in, I can do it in two days. Yeah. It's, it's beautiful. It tracks your whole career from childhood to 2000 Moods Gypsy. And everything in between from her. Oh, historical accounts from from Fontaine and Les Mis to um, to uh, Sunset Boulevard and all the trials and tribulations like whoever put her through in that hellhole uh, to Avida to her time on TV as Lady Thatcher and Life Goes On and, oh it's great it's fantastic it's, I I've done the amount of times I've read that book and done the audio book I even it. brought that book over to London with me when I saw her in company. And got her to sign it. No, you did not. I did she did. sign it? Yeah, I have it in my room. I'll show you. Oh my god, that's awesome. She signed my book, uh, which I love. But either way, Patty Lapone struggled with it vocally, and so she repeatedly was out um, of the previews. So she would go and do a, a show, and then she'd blow her voice wow. and get terrible reviews. People saying she didn't sound right, like it didn't sound oh. good, and so her uh, standby was always going on. And the chorus eventually, because they thought wow. she, Patty was being a bit of a diva, because during rehearsal, she notoriously told the British actors from the West End show, I'm not Elaine Page, stop telling me what she did. So she kind of Good got her back her. up a bit, because she's like, no, like, let me discover the role for myself. Don't tell me what Elaine did and just expect me to repeat it. I will her. learn the role myself. And they kind of didn't like that. So they thought she was a bit of a diva. So they started posting these standbys, great reviews in the in the chorus dressing room against her bad reviews. 
So not the nicest cast. Uh, but either way, lots of trials and tribulations. Read the book. But uh, she repeatedly wow. lost her voice through the Los Angeles and San Francisco previews before heading to Broadway. And Lloyd Webber even has a note saying that she needed to improve her diction. Because they thought yeah, she... He says that in his memoir. Yes, he does. That... Uh, her diction is terrible. That he need that, that that he wants and her to improve it for the Broadway run. <laughs> so, uh, and then also in her and then also Patty Lapone talks all about how the ghost of Ava came to her repeatedly throughout the show, run like the fact that the very famous Patty shot of her doing the famous V with her hands with the head tilted was actually something you actually could find a picture of Ava doing the same pose. That's great, and it came from. Yeah, so there's a lot of times where, like, <coughs> the ghost of Ava apparently was watching over Patty, as she thinks. So, very cool. Uh, eventually, the show uh, would uh, be a, uh, uh, a, 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 led her to her first Tony Award, uh, and she even went on to reprise the role of Ava in Australia after completing her run on Broadway because the Australian actress who was performing the role lost her voice to the part. So, there you go. Other notable members of the cast include. Mandy Patinkin. I love Mandy Patinkin. I do too. We, my dad and I just saw him in concert in Toronto and it was magical. And for people who don't know, he is a theater and screen legend with Homeland, Criminal Minds, Princess Bride. So good. And then... But more than that, he was like... I know. Some of the part about George, and he was in Secret Garden. Secret Garden as Archibald Craven. The other big name of the show was Bob Gunton, who played Perron. And do you know what he has been in that you may know? No. Did you ever watch Shawshank Redemption? Yeah. He plays the evil warden. No. Warden Norton. No. He is. That is him. He's a big stage, and yeah, he does a lot of plays, and he's done a lot of screen, but his big role is as the villainous warden in Shawshank. Um, Patty LuPone does not like Lloyd Webber. Oh, hell no. No. He talks about her diction. Yeah. uh, This is from the New York Times magazine. (laughs) And uh, he says, oh, her diction is terrible, terrible, terrible. And she says, well, I, you know, I'm an emotional, organic actor. And sometimes I get in the way of me technically speaking clearly. Mm. So the fact that that criticism on my diction follows me around makes total sense. <laughs> and then she's like, was Andrew Lloyd Webber talking about Sunset Boulevard? <clears throat> and the interviewer said he was talking about Evita. Mm. And she's like, how could he be talking about Evita? The whole thing is sung. He's a jerk. He's a sad sack. He is the definition of a sad sack. Oh, trust me. Just wait till you read <laughs> about what happened with her in Sunset. Ah. Like, she does not like that man at all. Back to production notes. Yeah. Uh, the production opened on Broadway at the Broadway Theater on the 25th of September, 1979 and closed June 26, 1983 after 1,500 and... Uh, uh, 67 performances and 17 previews. Yeah. Uh, the right. show uh, was initially not well received by critics as they thought the musical was about a Nazi sympathizer promoting Nazi ideology and fascism. Uh, Who's the Nazi sympathizer? Ava. Ava, the Perones, like they like they let Nazis in. 
to to Argentina. Like that was a whole thing. Like they were very well, and also just the fact. Look at the government they ran. Like they they were fascists. Like point blank, historically speaking, they weren't. They weren't. They they, they weren't for democracy. They like Peron even says in his one song, "It sucks that we have to get a like, like have elections for our causes. Like it's easier just to." say it and do it versus having to win yeah. elections every time. Like they're fascists. Like as much as I think they're great, they're interesting people, their government destroyed the people of Argentina who opposed them. They yes. shut down newspapers. They were very sounds like Donald Trump. Mm. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, they yeah, so the so the critics thought they were fascists. But uh, the musical was proved popular with audiences and, and the musical went on to an Outer Critics Circle Award for Best Lyrics for Tim Rice. So hmm. Tim Rice is always like, I don't know why I got this award. Like, if you didn't like my lyrics and you first saw it, like, hmm. why are you giving me this yeah. award? Yeah. Um, but the show itself at the Tonys uh, won Best Musical, Best Actress for Patti LuPone, Best Featured Actor for Mandy Patinkin, Best Director for Hal Percy. There you go, Hal. You did get your directing award for the evening. Best Score and Best Book for Rice and Lloyd Webber, respectively. Uh, oh, and speaking of Donald Trump, apparently, according to a recent documentary I watched about Ava mm. in the musical, is Evita is President Trump's favorite musical, and he saw it multiple times in its original Broadway run. He loved the idea of the underdog story of someone rising to the top against all odds. Of course, who doesn't love that? Yeah, but it also is something about her rising in politics as well absolutely and i can see why trump would like this show but he didn't have to rise he was born into money yeah there was no i know i'm waiting i'm waiting if he ever does if he does get reelected god help us but just watch his second he's going to be impeached in the house but not in the senate the senate won't he controls the senate mcconnell and his lackeys control the senate but if he's impeached he's impeached he's got to get out no, because if you're impeached in the House, you still have to be the trials then brought to the Senate, which is why Clinton was impeached in the House, but he wasn't evicted. There's been actually nobody, no president who has been impeached has ever actually had to uh, win, in, has actually ever had the case win in the Senate to have them removed from office. Either way, uh, but you can see why this, so, so if he does get reelected, God help us, but he will end up singing Don't Cry For Me. America <laughs> on, on, on the steps of the White House as his inaugural Probably. speech. Don't cry for yourselves. That's America. what we should have had the gentleman who did his Trump impression for us. Oh, yeah. audition, he should have, we should have him sing Don't Cry have. for Me as Trump. Oh, that would have been brilliant. Either way. Um, the other big thing about this musical is that it was adapted into a film. Mm. Starring the uh, wonderful Madonna as Ava, yes. Antonio Banderas in one of his first uh, kind of big Hollywood roles as Che, and the fantastic Jonathan Price. We love Jonathan Peron. The film was directed by Alan Parker, who originally wanted to make a film version of Les Misérables with Colm Wilkinson, but that fell oh, through. Yeah novel novel idea mm-hmm. but that fell through so he turned his efforts to avida straight to yeah could have done both he could have alan parker he could have um another actress that so the role of ava once again was in hot um pursuit of people to play it there some of the big names who were going for the role include uh michelle pfeiffer who you actually can find her demo 
Meryl Streep was and Glenn Close. No. We're all vying for the role. And no. Madonna. I I never want to see. I love Meryl Streep. But not in a musical? I never want to see her in another musical (laughs) ever again. I don't want to see Glenn Close in a musical. Guys, please. Just cast Patty LaPone or Elaine Page again. <laughs> Although this alternative actually for this movie worked. Yes, because Madonna, mm. who Kelly campaigned for the role, even writing a letter to uh, Parker, the director, listing the reasons why he should cast her in the part. So yeah. she was, she even went and took more singing lessons so she could improve her range to try and hit some of those Ava notes. Look at. She's not a great singer. Madonna is, but she did something. She did really well with this part. I will say this out of all the roles. Yeah, like, she is Avita Perone. Yeah. She's that self-made go get a woman. I'm going to climb. I'm going to achieve. She's a businesswoman. Yeah, Madonna is. She's a brand. She's she's she, branded herself. She is a master of business. Like, just she just. The talent is secondary mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in a big way. Yeah. She knew how to market herself. Yeah. Uh, so the film was shot in Argentina. Nice. And Madonna was the one who had to go speak to the president to help secure the rights to actually go film on the real Casa Rosada, the Pink Palace, mm-hmm. where Ava did do her famous speeches from. So basically, Madonna went into the president's office after he had denied the film crew access. Great. And she did something uh, and made it happen. Because she's Madonna. Yeah. So that's why you cast her. So. Like, and uh, so they filmed the scenes at the Casa Rosada with 4,000 extras. Yeah. Many older extras who actually were present uh, for the real Ava speeches because they were kids at the time. Amazing. Look now, I love that. And the film itself uh, received mixed to negative reviews, or many calling it bland and boring, which I don't get. I don't either. Uh, and the film only won the Oscar for Best Original Song for You Must Love Me. Which we'll get into. How did I come to this little beast? Yes. I mean, I my we I think we had the concept album. Great. But I was a huge musical theater kid, so you would have found it either. I I found it. I found I used to listen to these things on my tape player in, in the car, my <laughs> little Chevette. Your little Chevette. Uh, and I would just sing along. Um, that we did it in Oshawa but I, I I don't have I ever seen another live version of this I don't know no I think maybe I, I must have maybe not though mm-hmm. 
but it's one that I've always gone to. I love this musical, and I'm glad you chose it. Thank you. Yeah, it's great. Yes. Okay. okay. Uh, for me. Mm. Uh, Let uh, me guess. Well, Let me guess. Okay. Stage heroes. Stage heroes. Cole Wilkinson's thing. No. 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 This no. This is the Andrew Lloyd Webber gold. Oh, so so close. It's true. Same compilation so CD, close. but on that one it had the. Oh, what a circus! Yeah, with David Essex and "Don't Cry for Me" with Julie Covington. Yes, I so. had that as well. Right? Yes. And so it was funny. So the first time I ever saw anything of it was, uh, was when the film came on on the Disney Channel Saturday Night Movie, <laughs> and we had my family friend. Our family friends were over, and they called all of us down and said, "Come down here." There's something on you should watch. And the movie had just started, so we hadn't missed anything. And it was Evita. And so sure enough, we all sat through the three-hour-long film, me being glued. Yeah. Also trying to figure out where the heck I'd seen Jonathan Price, because I was like, I know his face. Yeah. And it turns out it was because I'd just seen Pirates of the Caribbean. And he's in that. So uh, either way, uh, we watched that. But the big joke was at the end, we all were just like waiting for Ava to die because it just drags on and on and on and i remember all of us just chuckling because we were like is she dead oh no not yet we got another like <laughs> camera shot of her lying there with the candle like let's go <laughs> like it just goes like that that's a part of show where it needs to be tightened up a bit. but i remember watching that and so i actually went out with my allowance buddy and bought the cd of the film recording because mm. we love that yeah and then i saw the striver production they did of it oh. with um uh, uh Juan Caron. Uh Juan Caron. Juan Caron as Caron, Josh Young as um uh, Che, oh. and Chalina Kennedy as Ava. However, I saw her on a Sunday matinee and she was out sick. And no. you hear the whole audience do the classic at this performance, the role of Ava, usually performed by Chalina Kennedy when you play back for Decky Wizard on her stage, but you hear the whole audience just go, oh. <laughs> No. Like it was the last year we were seeing that two weeks to distract for Shakespeare School. And this was the one I was like dying to see. Because yeah. they had Kiss Me Kate there that year. They had yeah. um we'll talk about Kiss Me Kate. Um Please let's not. <laughs> I think that was also the year of the Scottish play with Palm Fior and Cyrano de Bougerac. Oh yeah. Uh so there's a few hints or a few misses. They did Julius Caesar that year too. Um, but I was dying to see Ava because they had done Superstar last the previous year. Or, or sorry, no, the, or sorry, the next year was Superstar. They did Evita first. Let's find out who was directing that. Neither uh, study. Chalina Kennedy and Evita. Lindsay Croxel. All right, Lindsay, you were great. You proved you could do it. Fun stuff. Okay, so uh, Autumn, let's move on to the top three songs of the musical. Do, 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 do. Um, what is your number one, Autumn? My number one. Oh, this is hard. I'm going to say a waltz for Ava and That almost made me realize that's like a number four for me. I love the, it. The reason why I love it is they're both 
so complicated. Yes. So alike. Yes. One has made it. One is dying to make it. And one will. Well, and Che is on his way to making becoming as famous as Ava mm, in his I own right. I don't know if he ever realizes his own fame, whereas she does. Yes. So it's it, like I don't think he would realize that he would be on t-shirts. True. For years to come. Yes. Which people? Um, I don't. People, please don't wear Che Guevara t-shirts. Like he wasn't. He was. He wasn't. The, he wasn't a good person in history. Like what he did. In Cuba. Yeah. Not great. Him and Fidel Castro, what they did to that country. But he's was, com- like, they're complicated. They're complicated people, but I just go, we, we idolize, you have him on t shirts, but I just go, he's not the figure to have on your t shirts. Well, but, he was a revolutionary. Yeah. Apparently for the people. Apparently, but mm, mm. I don't know. Uh, but debatable. yeah, but that whole song, like, it's just great because it, it's two people. It's almost like anything you can do, I can do better. Where they're yeah. going at it with each other, and it's like I can see both sides of your argument here. Where it's like, yeah, well, you're just a reflection. Yeah, it's like they're they're each other's angel and devil. In, True. In any given moment, because yes. they are literally the exact same person. Yeah, they're so similar, mm-hmm. and that is the reason why they just they are in debate. Mm-hmm. But I I do I love I love it I love the song. My my sister and I used to sing that in the car all the time. Oh, yeah. Like, because it's just great. It's do, 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 do. And then, well, and then tell the, me before you get onto your high horse, just what you expect me to do. I don't care what the bourgeoisie say. Like, once again, Tim Rice with those zinger lyrics that just, oh, yeah, they just get you right. It's like, let's see what other good lyrics there are. Well, they're just both, they're so scrappy. Yeah, well, yeah. they both come from that, they both come from that background of, yeah, tell me before. Act two arguably is my is uh, oh it, is way better. Yeah, well, well, it's because Ava's now in power, and you see her really just taking the reins of things. But there's so many great things. Yeah. Uh, like you have, um, tell me before I waltz out of your life, before turning my back on the past. Mm-hmm. Forgive my impertinent behavior, but how long do you think this pantomime can last? Yeah, like who gets impertinent and pantomime into lyrics and makes that sound Tim good? Rice. Only him. But then there's like, there is evil ever around the fundamental system of government quite incidental. And then Ava says, so what are my chances of honest advances? I'd say low. Better to win uh, by admitting my sin than to lose with a halo. And I hate to say it, but Trump is like living that. Where like, he's full on admitted what he's did in the Ukraine. Yuri Giuliani's admitted it too, but he goes, I'm going out like well, what did you want me to do? Yeah. It's something he does very well. He's very yes. honest. Like oh, people yeah. admit that he's an idiot. Yes. And he's made his choices the way he wanted to make them. There's yeah. been no he will not apologize no. for anything he has done to climb. Yes. So she's like, the same. Absolutely. And it's oh, there's so there's so many great lyrics in there. I, 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 we just sing the damn song. He's entitled. And he she is. wasn't. Well, I that's mm. different. She comes into um she became entitled. Yeah. After oh, yeah, yeah, after moving to the ranks, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, but oh, she wasn't so entitled. Not at the beginning, but yeah. No, she's Patty LePone is also this. I mean yep. at the age of four, Patty LePone was like, I know what I want to do it's and true. I'm not going to be in chorus. No. Yeah, well she was Louise and Gypsy on, on, on at the patio players. Like she You go girl. Like she knew what she wanted. And she you're knew right. what she wanted. Yeah. 
She was and going she for it. Unapologetically got like, it. Like, like if you follow Patty's career, like all through Julia, everybody underestimated her and put her down. Like, like what she went through, and then the fact she just comes back fighting. It's like she is Ava. As well, she's like she's not. She's not. She has a very unique look. Yes, she has a very unique sound. Well, she's like Merman. Limit her. Yep, but it doesn't. But she used it to her advantage. Yeah, and you know, talk about someone. We, we, I think we were talking about this a little bit earlier. At the ordinary, when you when you are born looking extraordinary, mm-hmm. how boring your life must be because yes. you don't have to work. Everyone just goes, "Oh, here, here is everything." Yes. And when you're born kind of into money at the same time mm-hmm, as well, mm-hmm. your work ethic is different. Yeah. Right? And Patty LaPone knew she was going to have to, she was tough. Yeah. She was resilient. Yes. Absolutely. So there you go. Yeah. Great, great choice on Walter Fertineva. Yes. Uh, my number one is Don't Cry For Me, Argentina. Don't cry for me, Argentina. The truth is I never left you All through my wild days, my mad existence I kept my promise Don't give your distance Also great I can't dispute that. Like, it is the pinnacle of the show. It is the pinnacle of the show. It is like the 11 o'clock number, but it's at the top of act two. Yeah. And it just, it captures politics perfectly where they're Mm -hmm. speaking words to you and they're empty. They're empty words that are just trying to catch that sound bite of the masses. Like like you watch the democratic debates now and everybody's just trying to get that sound bite that the media will spin for you. Well, it's like watching Stephen Lecce try to defend his choices as the education minister. Yeah, that too. I'm like, you're joking yeah but it's just oh like this song is so good and this song like i i like, even Lloyd weber says it's all lies like it's just all of politics is lies it's true it's it's, it's just a it's, it's just a soulless shell of a song but yet people mm. like audiences have bought into it over the years people love the song including us uh but it's like what's it really yeah. saying nothing it's really like just a hollow victory for Ava where she go where she's orchestrated this perfect moment of herself on the Castle Rosada in the white dress. Like just It's optics. Yeah, optics. Like she played the optics and it's her moment of triumph in the show. Because after that it just descends for her. Like she gets sick very quickly. Yeah. Jake talks about it in high flying door where he goes, Where do you go from here? You've reached it's a sales the pin- pitch, yeah, right? the top of your ladder. Like you're 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 like you know, there's only one way to go, honey, and it's down the ladder. See, this is not my favorite song because it's kind of BS. Like it's But that's what I love pitch. about it. It's it's BS, but it's so well written BS. Like Rice's lyrics once again are so good. Like I like it's just her well, it's a job. Yes. Yes. But and it's but it's amazing. Like, as a piece of propaganda. It's perfect. It's perfect. Yeah. But it also makes me stop and go, are we so gullible? Yep. And the answer is, looking at the state of our politics. We are. We are. And it goes back to what we were saying in grade, is people buy into this notion of tradition and hearing what Mm -hmm. they want to hear. Mm -hmm. 
rather than exercising full yep. judgment, yep. not even good judgment, just full judgment yep. on <coughs> what they, what, what the facts are. Yep. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. And I also, what I love about this song is the audience is in on this con moment of the show Yeah, where, where she says like, and as for fortune and as for fame, I never invited them in, but we all go, you totally did. You sought that out the minute you got to Buenos Aires and you moved your way right up the rungs to get there. And the audience, but at the same time, we're, we're, we're struggling with those opposites where we go, we know what you're saying is false, but at the same time, we're like the people around the Casa Rosati who are cheering you on because we're all watching your life story and going, yes, if you can yeah, do it, I can I do, can do it. it. Right? It's, oh, it's, it's so great. It's so great. I love it. I wish somebody would do this as like an inaugural speech or use it as part of their inaugural like or or, or part of their campaigns because it would work. Like I get like I get Rice to rewrite some of the lyrics like "Don't Cry for Me Canada." That's just like begging to be somebody's political song. I am dying to hear that. <laughs> I really am. I just oh, it's so good. It's so good. Um, I love it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I, yeah, it's a good one. Yeah. What's yeah. your number two? The Rainbow High. I came from the people, they need to adore me, the Christian Dior me, from my head to my toes, I need to be dazzling, I want to be rainbow high, they must have excitement, and so must I. Rainbow tour. Franco's rain in Spain should see out the forties, so you've just acquired an ally. Securing his job as you, but more important, current political thought is the wife's a phenomenal asset. Your trump card. Let's hear it for the rainbow tour. It's been an incredible success. We weren't quite sure we had a few doubts. Will a reader win through? But the answer is yes. That is my number three, but I love it. It's 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 Rice at his best. It's so good. Like so many great lines they were where it's like, I'm their savior, that's what they call me. So Lauren, but call me. Anything goes. I need to or, be dazzling. I need to be, or it's like I came from the people, they need to adore me. So Christian Dior me. Oh my goodness, like his lyrics, like this is like where taking, Rice taking someone out of the gutter and yeah. throwing some perfume and mm-hmm. some Nice clothing. <laughs> yeah. Well, she almost becomes like Marie Antoinette in that moment, where like, yeah. especially in the film version with Madonna, where you see her going through all these outfits. It's like I can see why eventually people started turning on you because yeah. you going for all this juice. Like, unfortunately, she bought into her own hype and uh, just kind of let herself get dragged. Hubris like, always yeah. has a big fall. It's true, but the song. It's just, and the rainbow tour, it's it's great because once again, it's exposition, but it's done in a fun way. It's great. Where it's Perone watching her yeah. via like a, a, a film clip of what she's up to. And I love the one line of where she's meeting with the Admiral. Oh, yeah. And she goes, they call me a whore. <laughs> I can't believe they actually call me a whore. And then he goes, it's an easy mistake. Yeah. It's, 
Whatever. I'm still called an admiral, even though I long left the sea. Did you hear that? They called me a whore. They actually called me a whore. But Signora Peron, it's an easy mistake. I'm still called an admiral, yet I gave up the sea long ago. It's like... <laughs> It's like, trying to make it better and yeah. just stay in the grave. Yeah, but right? the, uh, yeah, but then it's also like the Pope denied a visit. Oh, but she got some rosary beads, so hey. And oh, hey, yeah. Mussolini, he's going to be in the round for the next like 10 years, so yeah. hey. We're going to be best buddies here. We're going to be fine. We're going to be Oh, fine. sorry, not Mussolini, Franco. 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 Yeah. But it's like, oh, like once again, it's, it's it's that dark side of politics where the machinations of this country, uh, of Ava and, um, and Juan are just... They're they're laying they're they're let you can see them laying the groundwork for the future, but unfortunately that future gets snapped out from under them. Yeah, but you can see them in that in the Rainbow Tour in Rainbow High where they're just building that world for themselves that they've worked that at the end of Act One they talk about in in uh, New Argentina, which we'll get to. Yes, we will. Mm-hmm. So, what is your number three? Um, I'm looking it up right now. Do you want me to do mine then? Yes. Okay. Mine. It is. It absolutely is. again it's it's show it's a song showing ava's puppet mastering of Peron in her in, in, in getting them into power and just how good she is at working mm. the uh, working the descomisados and whipping them up into a, a a mob basically that that gets Peron out of prison and at the same time you have Peron's thugs who are removing obstacles like I, I, they say to um, che we 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 have ways of making of making you vote for us, or at least or or having you abstain, and it's like, <laughs> like like there. And then as we talked about Peron's great lineup, it's annoying we have to, uh, uh, f- uh, uh, fight elections for our causes, the inconvenience having to win the majority. Yeah, like it's just great. Like it's, it's politics. It's like it's, it's politics, but it's like one day more. It's one day it's more. It's a great way to end that. It is, one. and especially especially when we watch the Tony Awards where they all come out with the torches and the Ava signs. Yeah, and also Patty missing uh Bob Gunton's arm when she tries to link up with them. Oh yeah, and she just misses and just does a right down right down to the side. But her coming out death stage center just doing the he supports you for he loves you understands you he's one of you. Good. Thank you. Wow. Uh yeah. Oh, yes. like it just goes and once again it's the phrase a new Argentina is eerily similar to make America great again. Oh, 100%. And it's a slogan. It's all slogan. It is and Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, and we know what Evita is. She's a fascist, but it's like we still buy into her concept of the new Argentina, 
that everybody's talking about. Well, of course we do. Because she's a convincing fascist. Mm-hmm. And Much just, like Donald Trump to many people. Yes, where he's where he said, we'll make America or great again. Doug Ford. And he's any, also yeah. a convincing fascist. Yeah, yeah, yeah but unfortunately, he, he didn't have a good slogan like like Ava and Trump. Well. I, and once again, which makes me think. have a brain like no. But, Trump either. but it makes it's me think about story. when Trump was doing his campaign. Was he thinking about Avita? Because we know it's his favorite show. Was he Maybe. thinking about, hey, a new Argentina? What can I say that's similar that will connect to these people? America great again. Like as much as I hate those those hats that people wear, the mega hats, it oh. works. Like people buy into that whole idea of returning to former glory. And look at it. Makes a nice little acronym. Yes. MAGA. Yes. And with and with and with and with the new Argentina, it's not it's it's Ava saying it's 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 the dark side of politics and we have politicians saying coming and going, I'm not gonna be like those past people. We're gonna do a new world. Yeah. Much like Obama. Where he came in and said, We're gonna we're 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 gonna make the world anew. And it's like, oh it's it's taking that idea of of yeah. people and just whipping them in in another way. It's just, it's politics. It's great. And this song is fantastic. And as, as I said, it's a great, and as you said, it's a great act one closer. You're at the end, you're yeah. like, yeah, let's go off and act two. Oh, crap, she's going to die. And yeah. Which gets, leads me to my third song. Which is? Is The Lament. Remember, I was very young then. And a year was forever and a day So what use could fifty, sixty, seventy be? I saw the lights and I was on my way Oh, how I Which one is that? The final, the choice. Oh yes. Okay, I like that. There's another part of her death I don't. I don't have any prize that I desire. See that part I like. Like her and her final broadcast are great. I could burn with the yeah brightest fire. Yeah, or else, or else I could choose. So good, and it's so true. Of all those people who die young, like I'm sure Kennedy, if he could talk, I wonder if he would say the same thing. Where he would go. I went out early, but the legacy what and what I did in my time, people will remember me. Yes, I gave some great speeches. I did some things for civil rights. I got us through the Cold That's War. That's why Assassins as a musical is so good. Stay tuned for season four because they will be remembered. They will, and it's one of those things. Yeah, well, I, I, what do you I, want your legacy yeah. to be? And is I, it to just be remembered, or is it to be remembered for? Certain being a fascist. Well, I, see, that's the thing. Where I don't think Ava saw herself as an evil fascist. She no. was someone who went. I took the power and I did what I, I thought I had to do. And on yeah. top of that, like for the mo- like part of it, like people still there are still people who love Perón and, and Ava in sure. Argentina. Like there are people who adore them and go. I learned to write because every day in class I had to write Ava loves me yeah. in my notebook, and that taught me how to read and write. And, like, yeah. there's certain things they do, and it's great, but at the same time, we know 
she also squashed a lot of people in her in her way to get to power. Yes. But oh my goodness, yeah, the lament. It's a great ending. It's it's almost like another. It's almost like Fontaine's death in a way does, where it's that. On the deathbed, sing a great song. Patty LaFone lamenting all the time. And it's funny because she's and she played and she wanted to play the original Fontaine in Lee Miz in the West End. She and did. She did. She, yeah. She was the OG Fontaine and she played Nancy and Oliver briefly with Ron Mooney before it closed. Oh, that's interesting. But once again, she was like, I was tired of playing crying and dying roles. <laughs> because Yeah. She played three of them in a row, and I'm like, I don't blame you, honey. Like you got you had a lot of depth on, on you there for a bit. There's a lot of crying and dying. Yeah, but it's so good. It's a great death song. There's never any men crying and dying. No, Bill, Bill John's got a good death song. But he's not crying. He could be crying if he directed it that way. I suppose. I find crying infinitely boring to watch on stage. Well, that's true. It's like it. It's like what you say. Make it 10 years past the moment. Make it you lived it. You're moving forward. I just find it boring. It mm-hmm. releases all your energy. Yeah. Nowhere to go. Well, yeah. there's one place to go. You die. <laughs> so that's the only time you're allowed to cry. Yeah. Right before you die. Done. Exactly. Done. Um, but yes, fantastic. Yeah, it's great. Uh, yeah, it is lament. A really... Now there are three songs I don't like. Oh, do you mm. have three? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, my number one is the montage. Which takes place right before the lament. Basically, Ava's basically it's a recap of the entire goddamn show. Okay. And it's go and you have apparitions of Megality coming in doing the Ava beware of the city. You got the chorus going Santa Santa Evita. And it's it just it's like I don't need a recap. We're it's already a long freaking show. We've had a great moment with the final broadcast. Just let her die. Like let's go, yeah. move it along, okay. people. Yeah, the montage I can go. I, I I I I'm sure it's a Hal Prince of why I was in there as like a state cool stage one where you have them moving around with her and seeing her life yeah, flash before her eyes. Yeah. yeah, but it's like okay, people, move forward. Amazing, kill it. I agree, kill it. Mm-hmm. What's next for you? Um, please, dear Lord, just get rid of Magaldi. I like Magali. I hate him. He's slimy. Yeah, but that's what, that's that's what, that's, what, that's what, he's such a great character because you need you know. need him. You need him to her to get out of um, Hunin. You need him for that story, and and also it's great when he comes back at the uh, relief concert and 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 he goes, Ava, your act has, your act hasn't changed that much, and she goes, neither has yours, and it's like. Like they're both zinging each other, and and they're both using each other, which is great. And, yes, and it's that's fine. And, and you need him for the plot, and plus also he's got the great line of Ava, beware of the city. Well, that's fine. It's keep, hungry and cold, can't be controlled. Keep that. Keep, like, keep Ava, beware of the city. Yeah. Just please On this Lord. night of a thousand stars. <laughs> 
On this night of a thousand stars Let me take you to heaven's door Where the music of love's guitars Plays forevermore That song I do find gets a little bit redundant, but I think that's the point of it. It's meant to be a generic, like there's a reason why he only sings that one song repeatedly throughout the show when you see him and it's because it's he's a general joe schmo guy with a guitar but that's not interesting yeah but we move on from him pretty damn quickly i know but that's why we don't need it yeah like i just i find him i find him a generalization almost a caricature of what they think a south american singer is rather than oh absolutely and then then also because we don't really know how ava got out of houdin to 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 um uh buenos aires i'd rather hear her sing a song about her flying Mm, that could work i don't know like a a counterpart for a waltz with ava and che with a bunch of other people her family maybe her family other men yeah how she got to where she is or you know what just start the show with uh mcgalvey getting ready to leave uh, for, for for Buenos Aires after his concert, and 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 he used to get right into Ava Beware of the City, sure, which That's works cool. for me. Yep. Yeah. Um. Okay. Uh. Next for me is I'd be surprisingly good for you. I'm not talking of a hurried night, a frantic tumble, then a shy goodbye. Creeping home before it gets too light That's not the reason that I caught your eye Which has to imply I'd be good for you I'd be surprisingly good for you Oh, I like it. It's boring. It's boring. It's so, it's such a, I don't feel any heat in this song. There's not. No, it's just cold and... It is, it's supposed to be. Yeah, but, uh, I don't think they have a relationship based on love. I do. No. I think, I think well, well, maybe it's the direction, because in the film version with uh, Jonathan Price's Perun, you can see, and that's why that song, You Must Love Me, is such a great addition, because it shows in that moment, oh, he does love Ava, not just because of her political machinations. And Ava realizing, oh, crap. Somebody actually loved me. Like, they're not just using me for they'll their game. That in, but it, yeah. But I, like the I, song itself, like it's just kind of like this is their moment. Like this is the iconic duo of the show. I think it's give flirting. them a little bit more. I oof. Think, no, I think it's flirty, and I think yeah. She, he, they, their rewards are cyclical. I mm. don't think she's the only one that benefits from this. Oh heck, no! He knows what he's getting into because he knows it's, her history. It's a deal. It's he a, knows that she lies when he. When he says, "Are are you are you here on your own?" and she does the, "Yes," it's like right there. You know that 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 she's buying into you because she sees where you're going, and he knows if she can move up the ranks like she has, then clearly she's got some brain to her. Well, and that's also sexy. Yeah, like I think there's lust, mm-hmm. and maybe it grows into love. Yeah. but I think they're, I think they know. That it's a business deal. They're oh, absolutely! It's a business deal. Yeah, and I find that surprisingly sexy. I love to see how you would direct this particular that song. Would be very sexy because, right? Because the way, because musically, it's 
it, it's cold and you need to do something directorially to make it fascinating because yeah we've had so many great numbers all up yeah. to this point whether it's the um uh good night and thank you bueno yeah. cyrus uh all those types of songs and then you get to this and it's like cold water being chucked on the heat of the show it's like oh mm, i don't know i think it's just in the way you do it it's true could I, be i like it I okay like it. my last one however is another suitcase and another home call in three months time and i'll be survive anyhow I won't recall the names and places of this sad occasion but that's no consolation here and now so what happens now That almost made this list. Why? We don't need, need the mistress. We don't need her. See, I like what they did in the film version with Madonna singing that. Even though I know why they did it was to give Madonna another damn song. But it works when it's Madonna singing after she's been rejected by Magaldi. Take that up and replace... On This Night of a Thousand Stars? Mm-hmm. Well, that worked. I could do yes. it. Yes. I could see that. And then you can keep it because who cares about Perone's mistress? Yeah, I don't. She doesn't show up again in the show. No, she's. It's not even a plot device that's worth having in there. No, I agree with that. And it's a nice song, but it'd be, uh, so much more interesting to slightly alter the lyrics and have Avita singing it at the top of the show. Mm-hmm. I like that. That could work. Thank you. I I, I can see how that could work. Yeah, I like that. Okay, what's your third one? It's a tie. Oh, so, my. yeah, I couldn't decide between the two, so I'll get both. Okay. The first one is The Art of the Possible. Has no rules. He's not precise. One rarely acts the same way twice. Once burns no device. Practicing the art. Possible. Which we briefly talked about in the in the beginning of the episode. I like it. It's once again it's slow and it's just guys in rocking yeah, chairs. Yes, it's great. I like slow songs, but they have to be. There has it's to be taking so- them off one by one. Yeah, but it, but they don't do it in an interesting way. It's just rocking chair like, uh, 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 it's not sneaking up and stabbing him in the back it's just oh and he gets up and he leaves and oh he gets up and he leaves and at the end it's just Perone sitting rocking in the rocking chair being he is won the, the game the one. yes but it's just ugh, that's great it's just kind of boring how I loved your vision I thought that was great yeah I don't know I don't know the other one is the requiem at the beginning <laughs> 
screeching. It's like it just goes and goes. Yeah, it, it, okay. it, and it just and it just becomes screaming by the chorus, and I'm like, I get it, Lloyd Webber. You like writing requiems for yourself. He does. <laughs> Let's do that. And I get it, it's ready to start with the funeral, but start you start with oh what a, like um oh what a circus. That's a great opening to the show. Because oh, no, a requiem is a re- I think it's really no because it just is just like dum 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 dum. It's great that that beginning the cinema with the. Oh, I don't mind that part. I I, I like the cinema. Just, and then it's like this big. I know, but like just cut it short. Morning. I guess so, but cut it short. Just get to oh, what a circus! Because that's where the fun is. That's where it's like yeah. Che is basically looking at all this, going, this "What is the heck? This is a joke." Like you need the overdoing. Oh, I guess for so. him to go. You need the opposite God, to show. What a circus! Yeah, I guess for him to bring in that satire. I guess so. Voice. It, yeah, I don't know because it is. It's over the top. It's well, the whole TV. country went into mourning. Like it was like everything mm-hmm. stopped historically speaking well, when she it died. Would be when the queen dies, yeah, but the, the queen's earned that though. Well, I don't think Ava's earned it like the queen has. She did though. She she showed, won the people. She showed that anything is possible. I guess so. But it's yeah, it's, it's that thing of I get it. The requiem is it's something you need, but it's like short it up, people. It just gets so big, so over the top, where it's just cacophonous. It's like, oh, people. Yeah, but other than that, great show, fantastic. And now we're on to the. Yes. It should be. Absolutely. It's great political commentary. Do it on on the steps of the White House right now. Uh, Sure, absolutely. Like, it's just so good. And it just talks about the idea of how politics can be manipulated to fit anybody, whether you're. Well, it's kind of like that thing with. Parade. Yes. Like when you throw music onto an argument, anything is possible. It's true. It's the art of the possible. Um, it's amazing that no one has thought of that in the Trump regime yet. Don't give them ideas, Autumn. Don't give them ideas. Or the Doug Ford. Actually, Doug Ford did do it. He came up with this this little catchy jingle tune to go with Ontario. Let's make Ontario great or whatever. Mm-hmm. Ontario is awesome. And it played over and over on my videos, like my Netflix. And <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to kill someone because it's catchy. It's good. It's and catchy. it's amazing. Uh, it's a piece of propaganda. Yeah. Well, this whole musical is propaganda. But. And it's great. That's why Madonna was great. Yes. Because she is. Propaganda. She is a piece of propaganda. Yeah. And hey, man, kudos to her. Yeah. Because I cannot think of anyone more clever than Madonna. There are there are millions of talented people out there, naturally gifted, who think they're awesome but have not had to work for it, mm-hmm. and therefore they become redundant. Mm, preach. They become redundant, and people who have to work for it, I think it's far more interesting. Absolutely, they're, they're far more gifted. In many ways, mm-hmm. so both of us agree. Bring the show back. Yeah, I mean, it, I mean, it was just, I mean, it was just revived on Broadway, but bring it back again. Do you it again. Can learn it. Uh, again and again and, and again, again and again. Love it. Okay. Um, message from our dear composer Brody about Check his new out. album coming out. He's currently on Spotify. Father Flozes, um, over just hit over a thousand uh, listens for his first album, and he's got a new one 
coming up, uh, coming in early 2020, co- a, a collab with producer Wavy Mac, and the project is called Wavy Flow. So stay tuned for that, everybody. Brody's fantastic. Just yeah. listen, listen to it. It's got great lyrics as well. Autumn, where can they find you? Autumn DM Smith on all social media platforms or at littlewoodsmith.com. Also Littlewood Smith at all social media platforms as well. Perfect. And I'm at all social media platforms as Mackenzie (laughs) Corner. Uh, Just look for the ginger guy there. Uh, Thank you again for listening and we'll hopefully see you in a musical enjoy um, a theater enjoying some musicals thank you everybody have a great day ciao ciao, ciao, ciao. goodbye bye evita peron the son of argentina have i said too much there's nothing more i can think of to say to you but all you have to do is look at me to know that every word is